Hi, you're listening to Be Like a Starfish, Living a Resilient Life. I'm your host, Lori Peters. On this podcast, I use my background as a therapist, writer, coach, and parent to talk about building resilience as we navigate the hard and not so hard things of life. No topic is off limits, so expect talks about grief, trauma, mental health issues, and life's frustrations, along with lighter topics like books, writing, and music, etc. Let's journey together to see where this road takes us. Hey everybody, this is Lori here, welcoming you to another episode of this podcast. Thanks so much for joining me, especially for what I consider a highly important topic, and that is mental health. I'm recording this episode in May of 2022. Did you know that May is Mental Health Awareness Month? Yes. It's a month dedicated to spreading awareness and knowledge of mental health in the hopes that people will feel more comfortable and empowered to take better care of their mental health, as well as more courageous to come forward and say, yeah, I'm not doing so great mentally. Why is this important? Listen closely as I share this. It is important because mental health is physical health. Mental health and illness do not have the same parity as physical health and illness. And it's time to change that. It's long overdue. One in four people in the US have a diagnosable mental illness. So you have a good chance of knowing or being around someone who struggles with their mental health. And of that number, only a third will seek help. A third. We must do something to increase that number. Just like you would seek out a doctor for a broken arm or leg or heart issue, it's just as vital to get help when another organ of your body is hurting, like your brain. The mind, body, and spirit are connected. When one part goes offline, the others are sure to follow. An example of this is like having body aches, headaches, fatigue, lethargy, not feeling motivated. It could be that you're not eating the right foods or you're not exercising enough, but those symptoms could also mean you're struggling mentally. Like maybe you're struggling because you're stressed out, you're anxious, overly anxious, you're depressed or something else. When you don't address what's going on inwardly with your mind and your emotions, then exercise and medication can only take you so far. Eventually, the energy of your mental struggles will leak out and in ways that perhaps you don't want. For instance, 
Depression can get so severe that you cannot function in society, meaning you can't go to work, you can't go to school, your hygiene tanks, your motivation and interest in things go out the window, and in too many cases to count, you can begin to think about suicide. This is a prime example of the mind interfering with the body and spirit. Allow me to share with you some statistics to help bring home the fact of why mental health should be as important as physical health. These numbers come from the Centers for Disease Control and an advocacy group for mental health called Mental Health America. As of 2020, suicide is the 12th leading cause of death in the United States. 45,979 people died by suicide in 2020. That roughly equates to about one death every 11 minutes. Think about that. One person dying every 11 minutes because of suicide. It's, it's so tragic. That number is, I, I just can't wrap my head around it. Also in 2020, 1.2 million people made a suicide attempt. Now, looking back, this is prior to COVID, going back to 2019, 20% of adults experienced a mental illness, which is equivalent to roughly 50 million Americans. Suicidal ideation, meaning you have thoughts about suicide, continues to increase among adults in the U.S. About 5% of adults report about that they've had serious thoughts of suicide, which is an increase over the previous year, 2018, of a, by about 665,000 people. The national rate of suicide ideation is increasing for adults since 2011. And this number report that I reported to you, the 665,000, that's been the largest increase since the previous year's report. And it's a growing trend. I can only imagine what this number is now that we are in the middle of a pandemic, we still are going through this. I'm, I would, I'm gonna hate to see what these numbers show when the 2021 report comes out. What's also alarming is how mental illness is impacting our young people. A growing percentage of youth in our country, the U.S., live with major depression. 15% of those youth experienced a major depressive episode in the last year, which represented about a 1.2% increase from the previous year. Over two and a half million youth in our country have severe depression, severe meaning that it severely impacts your functioning. Like I mentioned before about um, daily functioning being impacted when you're depressed. Um, the rate of this severe depression is highest among youth who identify as being more than one race, being multiracial. 
What's well, also it needs to be considered because it also can coincide with mental illness is the rate of substance use for both youth and adults. That rate is going up even prior to the pandemic. So you can imagine what the kind of numbers will be showing up for 2021 and 2022 when those numbers become available. So again, these stats are from 2019. Um, about 8% of U.S. adults and 4% of youth had a diagnosed substance use disorder. And that represented increases of 0.07% for adults and 25%, I'm sorry, 0.25% for youth over the previous year. What's really alarming about these stats, and yes, they are alarming, we all need to be concerned is that these people are not seeking help. Remember I said about a third of the one in four number will not seek help. This population also includes people of color, particularly people of color, typically do not seek help for mental illness for a number of reasons. You have the history of medically based racism you have economics. We have a lot of people of color who either don't have insurance or are underinsured, meaning that their health insurance coverage does not include benefits for mental health. There's also the cultural and social stigma attached to mental illness, mental health, especially in these communities of color. And we are not doing enough to reach out to these people. We're not doing enough to let them know about the resources that are available if you're struggling mentally. So just like I like to say about grief, I'm going to say it about mental health. We need to be talking about it. We need to be open in our discussions, our struggles and our challenges so we can face what is ailing us and bring it out in the open so we can tackle it. It's not shameful to have a mental illness. As an example, I've shared with you that I struggle with depression and anxiety. What is shameful though, is that we as a society have made people feel that way, feel ashamed, so they don't seek help and they suffer in silence. What I finally want to say to you about all this is if your mental health is suffering, if you're struggling, please, please, please reach out for help. There are so many resources to help you. There's 911. Um, nearly every area has a local crisis line. There are mental health counselors. There are religious leaders. There's family. There's friends. There's also the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, and that number is 800-273-8255. I'll repeat that again. It's 800-273-8255. And starting in July, about the 16th, provided it gets all the approvals from the FCC and, and so forth, if you're in the US, you'll be able to use 988 
for mental health crises instead of 911. 988. That will replace the 800 number in a sense. Um, the prevention hotline will still have the 800 number, but for ease of use, if you can remember 988 for mental health crises, then you'll be good to go. And finally, there's also the crisis text line. You can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. And when you do that, you'll be immediately connected to a crisis counselor. You can also email me, and I'm very serious about this. As, you, as I've reported here, I am um, a mental health counselor. And I would be more than happy to help you find someone wherever you are. You can reach out to me at my email, Lori, spelled L-O-R-I, at Lori A. Peters, writer, W-R-I-T-E-R, dot com. Please send me an email. You're not going to be bothering me. I'd be more than happy to help. And if you're in Pennsylvania, I am offering counseling, grief counseling, so if you would, or if you're interested in working with me in that aspect, you can reach out to me too. I'm going to put all this information in the show notes. So in case you are driving and don't have access to a piece of paper, you'll have it here um, online for the show notes to write down later. Again, please know that you are not alone. Don't suffer in silence, please and help is available. On the next episode, I'm going to continue this conversation about mental health to talk about depression, what it is, what to look for, and how to broach the topic with someone if you believe they're depressed. Thank you for listening. Keep on keeping on and remember to be like a starfish.